A recent internal investigation by the Chicago Park District prompted six employees to resign, while five others face discipline for defrauding federal COVID-19 relief programs. City Hall Inspector General Deborah Witzberg also says that her office is looking into the city's nearly 30,000 employees for any fraud related to the federal Paycheck Protection Program. Now, that program was meant to help struggling businesses stay open in those first two years of the pandemic. So joining us now with more is Frank Main, a staff reporter at the Chicago Sun-Times, who's been digging into this story. Hi, Frank. Hi, Sasha. How did these incidents of fraud come to light? Well, what is going on not only with the Park District, but government agencies all over Chicago is that they are starting to look at their payrolls to see whether uh, names on the payrolls also match names in um, the um, in the, with these loans, and it's, they're called Paycheck Protection Program loans, and the Small Business Administration had, um, provided them. And so um, they're cross-checking these names, and then they're actually doing more investigations. So what we're really seeing now is the fruits of all these investigations, which have been going on for about six months at least. Wow. So, so what did the investigation find specifically? So in this case, it found that there were uh, around 26, I think, uh, employees in the Park District that that were flagged for at least having suspicious loans. And uh, so they looked um, deeper and they, they brought people in and asked them to explain whether they had businesses. Now, um, usually these loans are for, I don't know, $20,000 or so each. And uh, mostly they're forgiven, meaning that the government doesn't make you pay them back. Mm-hmm. And so um, they were they were supposed to be for businesses that were earning maybe up to $100,000 or more. That's when you would get that full amount. So they, what they're essentially doing is asking these employees, okay, what kind of business did you have uh, before the pandemic? Were you making that kind of money before? Can you show us the receipts? Can you show us your tax returns? And a lot of these people will just retire or uh, – or you know, just kind of bow out and not and not fight it. So uh, that's that's what we that's what we found in this particular uh, case. We found um, that uh, there were six Park District employees who resigned, and five of them are facing discipline. And we don't know what's going to happen with those. But this is just a very small subset of a much bigger issue in Chicago. Wow. So uh, as far as how the department might address this fraud, we, we just know so far about some disciplinary hearings. Is that right? That's right, but let's let's go to some other places. Let's go to the Cook County Clerk of Courts office. I mean, they identified um, um, at least fifty people who they believe were involved in PPP fraud, and forty-eight of those employees are now gone. So that's that's a pretty big number. Um, we have talked to the uh, Chicago Public Schools earlier this year. They had flagged nine hundred people who they um, po- thought possibly were involved in PPP fraud. We don't know yet what the results of that investigation is mm-hmm. in the Chicago Police Department. I mean, we have the eternal, we have the Inspector General looking at 30,000 employees um, who work for a, the city, and they're methodically going through those names to see what they can find. Uh, we were told that they're looking at hundreds of, of people. So it just keeps going. So how are Park District officials reacting to the news here that, that you know, they've got these employees that falsified documents for that money? Well, we, uh, we we actually reached out to the executive director of the Park District, and um, we did not uh, get a formal comment. But uh, um, we also 
talked to the inspector general who said falsifying a loan document calls into question the employee's character, honesty, and fitness to serve as a park district employee. So they're saying that, um, that uh, you know, we expect our employees to be honest and, and uh, they have a fiduciary responsibility to taxpayers. And mm-hmm. so, quote, people who have defrauded the government and citizens should not be employed by government agencies. And were you able to find anything on the inspector general's internal investigation that she's launched? Oh, what do you mean? Deborah Whitsberg's doing her own investigation of city oh, employees. Oh, the city inspector general. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're looking at police, firefighters, every other kind of um, of, of uh, city employee. Um, and um, no, uh, she's very tight-lipped about what they are finding. She said that it's a... Uh, uh, it's a massive undertaking, is um, was her quote, and uh, they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. And so they have not released, like some of these other inspector uh, general agencies, they have not released a report uh, detailing uh, findings of about specific fraud yet. Um, there are some other places that have done that. The county inspector general has done that, for example. I see. And, and any any clue, Frank, as to whether she launched this solely because of what happened with the Park District employees, or did she get some other... Anonymous tips, maybe, for fraud cases. I think they've been doing this um, at least as long as the Park District was. I mean, uh, what uh, Deborah Whitsberg says is that they were getting um, tips from citizens that they looked into, but they're also doing a quote-unquote, um, um, what did she say, a, uh, a thorough uh, forensic kind of examination of the payroll, to, to, and then and then uh, why why it is so painstakingly um, long to, to do is that um, that then you have to go to the individual employees and, and get the records. There's not mm-hmm. a it's not easy to just match one thing with the other because Joe Smith may be a Joe Smith in the PPP loans, but there could be you know a hundred Joe Smiths uh, even on the you know the payroll. So you have to. It takes some time to do these uh, detailed investigations. Yeah, uh, we know as well that uh, interim the interim Cook County Inspector General found employees of county agencies were also defrauding federal relief programs. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happened there is that Inspector General um, did the same thing. They were looking at the payroll. And then they contacted individual agencies such as the clerk's office and the chief judge's office. And so um, though that started their those uh, internal investigations in those agencies. So the county inspector general was looking at um, like, like the board of review and um, the assessor's office and that kind of thing where they have found fraud. But, um, you know, we are now hearing that the uh, – Chief Judge's Office, for example, is uh, preparing to discipline employees there for PPP fraud. And mm-hmm. we know, like I had said earlier, that the clerk's office has found almost uh, you know 50 people that they, they were going to discipline before they either resigned or were fired. So, mm-hmm. And I've been hearing a, a ton, I know you have as well, Frank, about different uh, folks being found you know, for fraud as far as these PP loans go, PPP loans go, but... I'm curious if folks who work in our local and county government offices, if if they've got an advantage to defrauding these programs in ways that maybe others can't. I'm not sure about that. I do know that um, they have found that a lot of these employees were doing the applications on their work computers, which is obviously a really dumb thing to do. Um, um, And, 
In addition to that, it looks like um, there were brokers that um, were kind of part of social networks within these offices. And so it's, it's well, you know, a broker would say, okay, look, if you give me X amount of money, I'll show you how to fill out this application. And it's, it's easy money. And the government will, um, will, will almost certainly give you the $20,000. And so um, I don't, I don't know if, you know, the assessor's office, or if you were an employee in the, um, you know, some of these other offices that deal with finances, I don't think it gave you a leg up, but I think that there was, there were these kind of cells of brokers who were working in these places and maybe friend networks inside these offices that all decided to take advantage of it to their, their detriment. And this is not just happening in Chicago, right? Um, the the uh, Trump administration essentially uh, took a fire hose and and sent out $800 billion in these types of loans all across the, the country with very little oversight. And so, um, you know, I think I think that, uh, you know, the, there have been estimates of 40, 40% of that money was, uh, was um, due to fraud. And so, um, so, yeah, all across the country we are seeing these problems. I mean, we did a story, or, a story earlier this year which documented 900 loans that were given out in Chicago for farms. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in urban areas where there are no farms, of course. So, I mean, wow. it was it, it's everywhere, and um, and Chicago is certainly not the only place. But um, there have been studies. Uh, there's a University of Texas study that showed that Chicago and New Orleans were among the fraudiest of cities, if you want to coin a, a term. I mean, mm-hmm. L.A. and New York had far lower per capita uh, amounts of documented. PPP fraud than Chicago and New Orleans, and that goes to our reputation of corruption. What a mess. And and so we're clear, Frank, and before I let you go, what has the federal government said about these fraud cases and and just how officials plan to address this? Well, um, Congress has been looking at it, and um, they kind of are blaming these companies called fintechs, which are these lending uh, companies that turned a blind eye to kind of bogus applications. And so um, some of these companies have been banned from doing government work anymore. And uh, and um, these investigations could lead to criminal cases. Um, so that's where it is right now. We'll leave it there. Frank Main is a uh, staff reporter at the Chicago Sun-Times. Thank you so much for joining us, Frank. Thanks for having me, Sasha.